Late Show. My name is Emily Plamondon. I live in Quebec City in Canada and I'm your host. Today is a very special episode because we are celebrating one fucking hundred episodes. And for the occasion, my guest this week is Scott Hallquist, the co-producer, the editor of this podcast. He's also playing guitars in 10 football. He used to play in DC Fallout. He's a mixer, a producer, and he's also my life partner, my boyfriend. I know it's really cheesy, but I wanted to celebrate the 100 episode with you and with him. During the episode, you're gonna hear great music from Karina Torres from California and all this for nothing from South Africa. So let's go, the show is starting now. Hi everyone, I'm very excited, I'm very emotional to celebrate 100 episodes with you. I can't believe this, for real. <laughs> It's really crazy, insane and unbelievable. But we made it. Wow. So I know that last week I told you that my guest would be Brian of the band Be Well and also from Salad Day Studio. But then I was thinking, mm, maybe I want to do a special episode to celebrate this milestone. But I promise he's going to be my guest next week for sure. 100 person guarantee. And since it's a special episode, I won't do any news or reviews or repunkmendations today. But don't worry, you're going to listen to some great music today for sure. It's Scott's repunkmendations. But before I present you the conversation I had with him, I I just want to take some time to thank you so much, my sweet listeners. Whether you're listening for the first time today or since the beginning, you're the best. And I feel very, very lucky because you are so respectful with me, super enthusiastic about my guests and band recommendations. It means the world for me, really. It's my biggest source of motivation is you. I absolutely want to thank my guests too because they take some time every week with me and I know that artists, bands and people in the industry are super busy so I really appreciate that they, I don't know, that they think I deserve some of their time. And in the last two years since I started this podcast, I learned so much about band history, band stories, crazy stories about technical stuff like um, writers, photographers, producers, stuff. This podcast definitely keeps my brain very stimulated. <laughs> And of course, thank you to my sponsors, Epic Merch Store, because they trust me. They trust this project since episode one. Can you believe this? <laughs> also... Great labels like Iodine Recordings, Double Helix Records. Wow, I am so grateful to be part of your families because you are part of mine too. I really love this community collaboration spirit. So great. And thank you so, 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 so much to the patrons on Patreon. You're helping me so much. So currently we have 26 Patreon, but also I want to thank all the people that have subscribed for a certain amount of time. It's so helpful financially, and you're also such a great community. I love you. Special thank you also to some people that really helped me, like Caro Morin, 
who's doing the beautiful visual every week on the social medias. Also, GP Alain from Full Count because he did the intro, outro music. Melanie Kay from Fat Records Canada because she really helps me to book some interviews. The collaboration with her is amazing. I also work every week with amazing publicists and agents. So great! Interview. So it's time! Let's listen to the conversation I had with Scott Hallquist. We talked about his project, his bands, his music, his work. We also talked about the technical aspect of the podcast. How is he working to make it sound great? And we answered some of the listeners' questions about Metallica, about our long-distance <laughs> relationship. Also, we talked about our favorite interviews so far, some guests we would like to have on the show, etc. So, let's go! And thank you again! Recording in progress. Oh my god! Thanks yeah. for being my guest! Our guest! You're also your own guest, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I have to. Does this mean I have to edit my own voice? Yeah. That's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> It's weird because I'm going to ask you some questions that I already know the answers, but I might learn stuff too, you know? <laughs> I think that's the funniest part. It's like, <laughs> like, it's like I know this maybe. Yeah, but. Uh, So I thought it was a good idea for the listeners to have you to celebrate our 100th episodes because you're behind the scene but you work on all the hundred episodes i work on i've worked on all 100 episodes yeah and i took some and, questions yeah. from the listeners so it's gonna be fun oh uh, my gosh yeah funny questions for you uh first <laughs> where are you on this crazy planet because you know what i i don't even know You're my boyfriend. I don't even know where you are on this crazy planet. So it's actually a legit question for me mm -hmm. this time. Exactly. I am in Evanston, Idaho. No, wait. Evanston, <laughs> Wyoming. Do you know? Evanston, <laughs> no. Where it's are Evanston, you? <laughs> Evanston, Wyoming. Wyoming. Okay, good. In a Holiday Inn. Oh, classy. Yeah. In the afternoon. I got off the highway. I only had six <laughs> hours left and I got off the highway to have an interview with you mm -hmm. and then to play Dungeons and Dragons afterwards. Oh, that's what a fulfilling life. It's a fulfilling <laughs> life. That's uh, all I need. And before we talk about the podcast, the Punk Rocket Show, um, maybe you can tell the listeners what you're doing with your life. What I'm doing with my entire life. Well, I mean, God, if I had an answer for that, I, you probably wouldn't be dating me. No, but, but like um, you're playing in 10 foot, 10 foot pole, you're a producer. So just tell her a history yeah, of that. I, uh, yeah, I play in 10 foot pole. I'm the guitar player. Um, I've been playing the band for about nine years, I think. Um, mm. Yeah, more or less nine years, um, which makes me, I think, almost the second longest running member of the band aside from Dennis. Wow. I think Chris Daly has me by like six months or something. Um, and then uh, I think original, uh, I think original Scott has like maybe a, an extra year or two or something. But other than that, uh, I'm standing strong. Yeah. 
Um, and actually that's half of what brought me up here. I was up here writing a new record with, um, with Dennis. Mm -hmm. Um, he lives in Boise. And so I drove up here and uh, we just had writing sessions for a week and they were great. It went really well. Can't wait to hear that because I, I I talked to Dennis recently too. I uh, I know like four episodes ago. Yes. You know, because you edited it, edited it. Edited it. Edited it. Yeah, so um, no, it's fun. You're very productive uh, with 10 Foot Pole, like uh, writing a lot of songs right after releasing an album. It's great. Yeah, well, we, we um, I guess our thought was um, we released an album and Dennis was stuck on tour. Um, not stuck on tour. He was, uh, he had a job working for Weird Al. Yeah. And, um, And so we couldn't really tour uh, on the last record because of that. Um, and so we're sitting there uh, looking at touring in the fall. And we're and I brought the idea up to Dennis, like, hey, how about we do an EP? Um, because tours like 10 months away, we could get it out in time and mm-hmm. would, you know, uh, just put some new stuff out for the tour. And Dennis kind of doubled down on the idea. And he said, why don't we just do another record? Like, um, It's like, well, yeah, if we have, we have a, you know, and so we wanted to do something different. Um, you know, if we, uh, since last record was a COVID record, mm-hmm. if we, um, yeah, you, you, I mean, you were, you know, you saw me writing most of it. Um, and, um, the, uh, we wanted to do something different and that was, um, that turned into like, let's get in a room again and let's try to write songs together and just come up with ideas. And, um, I think both of us entered, with only like one or two ideas a piece. Um, that's it. And over the course of the week, we probably got 20 different ideas down or something like that. 25 wow. different ideas. So yeah, so we did pretty, pretty, pretty productive uh, week. We should do But, that with our, our own new band too. <laughs> start giving me sessions. You want to start doing some five hour intensive songwriting sessions? Yeah, we should. We, we should. With Mitch. Um, yeah. Misha. So, and then I was, um, Uh, uh, and then I'm going back to Denver to do some corporate audio stuff, uh, which I do on the side, which is, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, corporate audio is like, um, uh, for any of you out there who maybe work at a job that's gone to a convention at some point, um, or, or you've gone to like a convention, um, Mm -hmm. anyone who's on a microphone, uh, I'll be the guy in back who's making sure that convention about, um, very Christian conservative stuff. That's just one of them. Yeah. <laughs> There's one convention um, that uh, is sometimes. imagine. Yeah. Imagine your most uh, conservative Christian friend and um, and then picture a whole room of people that that friend thinks is insane. And um, that's where we were uh, for one job. Um, and then honestly, most of the jobs, I just sit there and listen to uh, doctors talk about medical yeah. tests. Mm-hmm. That's most yeah, of it's it. Mostly so. doctors. Mostly doctors. Yeah, it's boring work, but it pays the bills that music sometimes fails to. That the podcast so. doesn't pay. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah, the pot, yeah, we're not rich yet, right? I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Um, and yeah, tell me about how you started to produce and engineer and work in this field. <laughs> I'll tell it to Metalisha. Okay, yeah, for the listeners who are not on Patreon, so you can't see the video. Metalisha was like uh, moving, and she was performing for us too. She was rolling. It was funny, having fun. I um, 
let me see. It's a long time ago, actually. Like I uh, wanted to. Um, I fell in love with recording studios when I was like 16 or 17 because oh. we went to a recording studio to record um, my band's record. And I just loved it. I was there the whole time. And, and it was like it just, just with the big soundboard in front of it and all the gear to me. That was just the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, and uh, so then I went to college and I really wanted to go. My parents wanted me to go to a four year school and I really wanted to go to um, an audio school. Um, after about a year of school, I asked if I could go to this audio school, um, but it was way too expensive. Um, oh, really? my parents were helping me with school and, um, See, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Yeah. That was like when I was, uh, 20, I like kind of, I begged them to go to this place called, I think it's called music tech in Minneapolis. Um, and, uh, I'm really happy that I didn't, to be honest with you, it would have been such a waste of money. Um, So then moved out to L.A. Uh, to do, um, you know, did like home recording stuff. So like we uh, uh, I was in a band called DC Fallout, which is sort of my pet project that um, I still release songs under periodically. But um, we uh, I we like made a turn my old apartment into a recording studio. Like we drilled holes in the we pulled up carpet mm -hmm. to drill holes that the landlord <laughs> couldn't see and like um, set it up there. So, I mean, we you know, I've been delving into it for a long time, but. I didn't get, I didn't do it professionally or do it for money until, uh, until a band hit me up out of the blue one day in 2017. And they're like, you record bands, right? And I was just sitting there thinking about the gear I had and thinking about, yeah, I mean, I guess I can record bands. Yeah. I record bands. Fuck it. Why it. not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, uh, yeah. And I just kind of took it off from there, you know? And so. when we met like five years ago, uh, um, yeah, about five. You were working with Ryan Green. I was working with Ryan Green. Yeah. After about a year or two of uh, production, Tempa Pole was working with Ryan Green for a record. And um, I went in there to record. And the second day I went in there, him and I just got along great and wow. he needed a roommate. Um, and so he offered, he offered if I wanted to come and join on. And I had basically 24 hours to find a way to make $1,400 a month in rent. Whoa. Um, cause that's what the studio was. Mm. Um, so talk to some friends about splitting it. And eventually I just decided to take it on myself and, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So were, I learned so much from Ryan is crazy so much. Like, I, I mean, it's really hard to put to words how much I learned from that guy. Yeah. And so he uh, probably told you about many, Anecdotes from the 90s when he was recording, like, No Use for a Name and Lagwagon and all those. Things. Yeah, we would just, we would nerd out about audio more than anything. Mm -hmm. I would ask him about old sessions and stuff, but there was some really cool gear that I got to use in there too. Like, uh, you know, the entire wall of amps and cabinets were, and microphones was the same stuff that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, recorded all, all the fat record stuff and some of the epitaph stuff. And... Yeah, uh, you know that that's that council recorded a bunch of it, and um, Metallica, get off the piano. Oh, she's so annoying. She's jumping <laughs> on the piano. I think it's because she sees you. She sees. Oh, I bet. <laughs> she, she missed you. And um, miss her. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, I've been gone for like three weeks on this yeah. trip for listeners. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it was. 
Uh, it was cool to use gear like he had a rat pedal, a distortion pedal that was Jim Cherry's from uh, from a long time ago. So the back, the back actually said like it, it said Jim Cherry where he had written his name on it, where it's his pedal. Um, so it's just it's really cool to use that kind of stuff, like to to sit there and, and be able to play with that kind of legacy gear, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that dude probably wrote mind of my own with yeah, that pedal, you know? Right. Oh, that's so cool. yeah, I, I get a real kick out of legacy gear like mm-hmm. that. So it was really, really fun for me. And Ryan was our first guest. Yeah, I was. I thought it yes, was, a, was a very nice first guest especially because we could talk about many bands in one in one interview. Yeah. Yeah, I liked him as a first guest too for that. Um he, he's got it, you know, it's Ryan Green. He's pretty um he's pretty well known in his own right even amongst punk rockers who aren't um producers necessarily. They understand they know who Ryan Green is. And um and he is legitimately uh one of the nicest human totally. beings. Yeah. Um It's really hard to describe, like for if, if there's any members in punk bands listening, um, it's really hard to describe just how cool and comfortable this guy makes mm-hmm. you feel after 10 oh, seconds. Yeah, totally. Like it's, you feel right at home. Um, and, and I mean, half of what I learned on how to work isn't, isn't from pushing buttons. It's from learning how to deal with clients and making them feel comfortable. So it, um, yeah, he's, he's the best. I, I love that guy. Yeah. He's the absolute best. Yeah, it gave me confidence because you remember before I started a podcast, uh, for how long uh, was I talking about it before finally do it? I don't know. Oh, why? Um, right? A long here. time. I thought <laughs> I wanted you to do it way before, but but I think was it a confidence thing for you or was it uh, what was it? Uh, it was a mix of lack of confidence, but also um, lack of technical uh knowledges oh like literally confidence because of my english which i still struggle with that but you you gave me confidence because i mean we're a couple and we can communicate really well even if my english is not perfect so i was so i was like okay if i can have a (laughs) english speaker boyfriend and he can understand me i think i can start a podcast maybe (laughs) Yeah, it shouldn't be too tough so, after that, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was one of the things I was lacking confidence about. But also I was like, I don't know punk rock enough. <laughs> Even if I'm into punk rock since a long time, I was like, uh, I can't picture myself uh, interviewing like, I don't know, Jesse Michaels because I don't know in everything about Operation Ivy or smaller bands same thing so i i was lacking confidence about being able to research properly so all of this plus the technical things like how do i do that how do i put my podcast on a website so it can spread it to spotify i had no idea so all of this was like blocking me for a long time ah, so did it make it easier as Now I'm interviewing you for a second. Did it make it, did it make it, I'm curious, did it make it easier when you had, so for the listeners who didn't know, uh, uh, Emily is probably one of the only non 
non-engineers, non-audio engineers who knows how to use three different DAWs on two different systems because because of the podcast. <laughs> and, um, I learned a lot. Uh, yeah, job. but did that so is that easier once like you saw like like for instance just like how the mic how everything's recorded. Yeah. Like once you really, yeah. Yeah, you showed okay. me you made me a tutorial with Logic Pro and stuff and it it helped me. I researched um you researched a lot. Yeah. <laughs> But like <laughs> remember the first episode I recorded? Okay. So I did the interview with Ryan Green maybe two weeks before recording the rest of the episode because every week what I do is that okay, I do interviews, but then I take an hour, an hour and a half now to just talk about I my that was my punk rock week. I went to a show. I would like you know already probably if you have been listening for a while. Uh some news, some recommendations. So I I record what I say. But then the first mm -hmm. time, the first episode, how long it was. Oh my god. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. Took you maybe four or five hours <laughs> to six oh. hours. Over like three days, yeah. four days. And I was retaking all my sentences. And I was like, oh, I think English is bad on this one. I had to redo it. <laughs> But you get better at talking too. And like I, you get better at performing. Yeah. And I remember talking to my friend Marie and I was like, that's not sustainable. I can't spend 10 hours a week recording my podcast. I'll have to find a system. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be way too much money or way too much time. Yeah, so then I, I became more comfortable recording. But the first one, second one too, was like. <sighs> yeah, it took a minute. I know you're getting you were nervous for the first couple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think after Ryan's came out, it made it easier. Oh, for interviews, uh, yes, I I was stressed before Jesse Michaels or uh, some other people and bands that I don't know a lot about. Mm -hmm. But no, no, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes when they have a higher profile. Yeah. A little bit of stress can come with that. Yeah, a little imposter stuff too. Oh, yeah. Really? You get that a little bit still? Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, that's fair. Yeah, like, why? Uh, yeah, sometimes. But I get it too. Overall, I learned a lot. Yeah, but I couldn't spend still like 10 hours to record an episode no now it's no, much you can't. easier now it's like oh it's saturday morning i'm having a coffee and then i spend an hour basically but that was the same for me too i mean if you yeah, remember so, um it used to take me a much longer time yeah, to oh, um, so, produce the show yeah can you explain to the listeners what you do technically so i Send you the interview when it's done. I send you my part of the my voice, like I just mentioned. I send it to you. And then what what are you doing? Um so it goes, I made a template in um the program I use is Pro Tools. Mm -hmm. And I made a template which has uh which is basically everything's mixed already. So I just drop the new audio into the template and then uh, do some basic editing, which is um, just making it sound nicer for uh, listeners. Like if there's any P's that any, any words that just come out crazy or um, 
you know, or if uh, sometimes on guests who uh, have a little bit more of, let's say, an awkward cadence. Like um, a more introverted guest with like some yeah, more introverted silences and yeah. Yeah, 100%. If there's more introverted guests, sometimes I'll go and shorten up those silences um, just because it helps the show flow better. Um, I don't have a lot of silences, but yeah, it definitely happens. Not many. I rarely have to do that. Yeah. That's I very rarely have to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, and then I got a bunch of uh, I got a bunch of like sound drops that uh, sit in a small little yeah. uh, folder at the bottom of the session that um, if you say certain key things or whenever I need them, I use these a lot. Yeah. Um, and then um, list, I don't, listeners would know, but you can always tell if I'm traveling because the shows um, tend to be less effect heavy. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not traveling, if I'm at home or I have a lot of time to do the show, sometimes I'll take extra time to yeah. to mine YouTube for certain clips or drops, um, trying to make a joke or something. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but That's basically it. it. It takes maybe an hour and a half um, to two hours, depending. Um, yeah, that includes good. downloads and uploads. So it doesn't, it's not that long. Yeah, because you're the one who, who put it on the on Podbean. Yep. Upload it to the distributor. Yeah. Uh, put some backend information and hit enter. And I send you the show notes that you add in the description. Yes, which honestly, I'm sure... <laughs> five people have checked out but oh, oh yeah that's a good question i should ask people i hope they are reading it i hope they are giving some love to my guests and repunkmendations i hope they are too i just think of the show notes from the podcast i listen to and i've almost never checked them i but check to them be fair all the time all podcasts oh. yeah so i'm a i'm a great customer of show notes <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oh. I could be better apparently. I mean, it right, matter. we're at opposite fine. ends of the spectrum. So. But it's, I think it's fine. Yeah. You do you. I'll do. I, I do. You do you. <laughs> <laughs> um, some listeners asked ask you if, uh, what if your favorite episode so far? My favorite episode, oh the Christ. Show. Or your favorite uh, guest that you thought was very interesting or you learned or funny or over the years. That's hard. Yeah. Because um, there's been a lot. Uh, you know who was really cool was... Um, uh, uh, it was it was a recent one. I can't... Uh, the Australian dude you had on from... Um, Oh, friends are wrong. Friends are wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a great Lindsay. interview with friends with. Um, I forgot. I forgot the the man's name, but um, Lindsay the lead singer of Friends of Rom. Yeah, Lindsay from Friends of Rom. Uh, that was a great interview. Oh, yeah. I really liked that interview. Yeah, it was fun because um, we mixed the band, of course, but also politics and yeah, social stuff. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, he was cool. I really liked. You mentioned Jesse Michaels. I really liked his interview. Um, because you kind of. You, I think his interview, you really got to see a peek at, um, at, at how much of a, a kind of a true artist he is. Yes. Um, Super very fun. much, very much an artist. Super and, fun um, to talk to him about, uh, his, um, other passion, like painting mm -hmm. and writing books 
And he gave me confidence because it went super well. He even showed me his cats. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like that, yeah. He made me uh, have a apartment tour or a house tour with his phone, uh, showing me his painting on walls and his cats. Hell yeah. And I was like, okay, even if I don't know anything about um, like an artist, it's okay that I uh, that that I learn. It's okay to learn. Yeah, of course, it's the best so part. He gave I mean, me that's... confidence. He, he was my third guest. Yeah, he was. It was good too. He was. He was a good interview. Um, and then I think just to throw it on there, my last favorite was Mike Cambra, oh, and yeah. probably probably just because I mean him and I are buds from back when I lived in L.A. Yeah, so. Mike Cambra from Dead by Stereo. Um, yep. Yeah, and, uh, and was, we had. <laughs> I think we had lots of beer with him after the interview. We stayed in Zoom. Yeah, stuck for around like for, a, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, we used to. My old band DC Fallout used to play a ton of shows with bands he was in, and so we we're mm. we we're always kind of hanging out. And um, yeah, he's a good dude. So it was fun. It was fun to. Uh, I think he was earlier on to like maybe the first twenty episodes. Um, so that was fun. But yeah. It's it's it was a fun. I'd never done a podcast prior to this, so it was really cool to uh, step in and and uh, and and try to do this with yeah. you. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's been it's been a fun uh, fun trip. I'm scrolling my guests, and I can't believe this. I think we I think we do a who is a great who is your favorite? Oh my god, my favorite. That's harder. That's harder for you to answer than so me. So hard. Um. I love to interview smaller band or uh, smaller artists. I would say that in uh, meaning that they are not super well known because I feel like it makes makes me very happy to to help. You know, I had so I think one of my favorite recently was Hey Tanks and their crazy story. Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. About the the scam they had. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Oh, we're referencing we're referencing um, uh, a scam oh that uh, Hey Thanks uh, unfortunately fell for. Um, I, I forgot what episode it is, but it, um, they basically fell for a scam where uh, a record label uh, told them to drop. Yeah, your record's great, but uh, <laughs> you got to drop your lead singer if we're going to sign you. So they drop their lead singer, get yeah. a new one, right? But write the label was, back, yeah. and the label goes, oh, we don't know what you're talking about, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite episodes was when I, I talked about punk rock and sobriety with Stefan from No Fun At All. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, oh, yeah, I, that's yeah. right. I remember that. He's been Stefan's sober. a very nice dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been sober for 10 years now, and uh, we talked about that a lot. Um, what else? Oh, da, da. Melanie Kay from Fat Records Canada, because I've been working with her a lot for the podcast, so I was very happy to know more about her life, her past, her passion, because she's super involved in the scene. I really like the Scott Radinsky episode, too. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yep, he was candid. He he'll answer that guy. He answered anything, and he was a good conversationalist. Very I liked him. Honest about what he experimented. Uh, yeah, uh, experienced. <laughs> yeah. How do you um? How do you deal with my English in the day to day? With your English, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I don't even think about it. I, I laugh periodically when you screw up a word, and then uh, you go, "What? What is it I say?" Yeah. I say, "Don't worry about it." 
Yeah, it's really funny. I, I love when you <laughs> correct me on the podcast, like like you just said. It's funny. Uh, oh, one of my other favorite episodes was with Scott Shiflet, a face to face. Oh yeah, another one. Yeah, was Scott Shiflet. I was super stressed before, but then he started to talk so much, and it was so much fun. Because I was like, I was just like, okay, I'm listening. I'm like, I don't have to find yeah. questions. I'm just there. Uh, I've I've uh, I've met him once or twice. Um, I've met the guys. I met the, all the guys in that band once or twice. They're a pretty nice band. They're yeah, they're yeah. really nice guys. So it, yeah, he he was a good guest. Mm -hmm. That was fun. I remember that. Yeah, we've we've had some good guests on here. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I think. I mean, I definitely have a lot to learn about podcasting still for sure, but I think. Um, I'm proud that I interview a lot of different people. Like, yes, okay, Scott Shiflet and, and Jesse Michaels and Lil Joe from Lagwagon. It's amazing and I love that. But also I interviewed photographers, people behind the scene, um, producers, uh, authors, yeah. authors <laughs> labels. So I think I like to... I don't know, spread love to all the punk rock scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the whole thing together. Um, I was, uh, you mentioned something. Uh, ah, fuck, I forgot it. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, who's your goal for the next 100? Who would you like to have on? Ooh. Um, That's what I'm curious. Who are you trying to get? Uh, I love to have bands when they are very close to their release album. Mm -hmm. Album release. I love that. Oh, for sure. Um, I would love to have someone in NoFX to talk about the end of the band, how they... Whoever, uh, I mean, no matter who in the band I have, I have absolutely no preferences. But like someone in NoFX talking about their feelings like deep feelings about handing the band not necessarily oh. uh, stop touring at least so definitely no like uh oh just curious about like what what they thought kind of yeah and like how, what they think about it yeah and how do they picture their life after playing I'll, uh okay i can deliver eric melvin how about that yeah hell yeah uh, if cool. i can have all of them <laughs> I will make an episode uh, with every yeah, the, yeah. I can't. I can't promise all of them, but I can get you. No, okay, yeah. Um, I would love to have more women. A lot of people yeah. ask me for Jen Pop, and that's a very good guest to have because she's touring a lot. Uh, also, so she probably has a lot of stories, and yeah, I would love to have her on the That'd show. That'd be a good one. Um, I would, oh yeah, I would love to have, uh, Brooks. Up and comers. Bad skin. Bad skin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. but they speak French. Okay. So I'm, I have a block, oh. uh, I'm blocking like to interview speak, uh, French speaking people. Don't, no, 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 no. Don't <laughs> block what we do. Here's what we do. We throw, we have a. We have like a midday random episode drop. So we do the normal show and then we'll have an episode we just throw in on like a Thursday 
where it's like, here's a couple of recommendations and a French interview for you Frenchies. Oh, yeah. The rest you can, the rest you can fuck right but off honest, or learn French. Uh, yeah, honestly, I because I can't picture myself speaking English with uh, French speaking artists. I just can't. No, don't. That's I, stupid. I yeah. So, but I have another project that if I can find times, I would. You love, do? <laughs> I would love to make uh, YouTube interviews with people from my local scene. Oh, who's the producer Quebec. of the other project? I'll kill him. Ah! Maybe myself alone. So think twice oh before God. saying that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so who else? I will, oh, yeah. I would love to have Jason Livermore or like Bill Stevens oh. for Blasting Room. Yeah, one of the Blasting Room guys. Talking about how they work on different albums. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. I I would listen to that one. I would I would listen to that one many times. Also, uh, because I always I would like to interview uh, bands from South America. Um, you know, because mm -hmm. I think they deserve <clears throat> sorry way more space, way more visibility, and they have like they are fucking pissed about their countries and political there is is crazy yep. and the very uh south uh south american bands get very very they political they're very political. passionate they yeah i really, love it they're embracing punk rock values so much and yeah so i wish yeah that's one of my goals for sure especially in societies where where uh, general value and some societies down there, not all, but some countries, uh, you know, general like values are just a lot lower uh, standards than, than ours. There are um, a lot of so it's cool when people it's cool when people, uh, you know, still have a punk rock ethos and they're surrounded by, you know, society, some societies that maybe don't treat women with the respect that they deserve or something exactly. like that. Because um, I, re I receive a lot of press kits. And mm -hmm. when it's banned from South America, uh, it's super political. Like we are in our lyrics, we talk about this and this and uh, poverty and violence. And like, I feel I don't understand the lyrics, but I feel that they are truly feeling their songs. And that's yeah. something I want to explore a little more. So wait, wait, wait. If I'm a guest, does that mean I get a repugnation? Yeah, sure. I'll play oh. your bands. I'll play DC Fallout. Temple oh maybe God. not because I just had Dennis on the show, but yeah, fuck Temple. <laughs> you play my shit, my <laughs> shit.
Well, I got a great band because uh, the, uh, one of my favorite bands um, is, uh, you know, you know them because uh, I've worked on them as a South African band called All This For Nothing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's a really good example of a band who they have 7.3 so monthly listeners on Spotify and they're one of the best punk rock bands so I have ever heard. Me too. Bar none. It's really good. Like it's it's criminal that there's only seven people who listen to this band on a monthly basis. So like, I'm going to try to turn it into my unofficial, like okay, my unofficial yeah. uh, crusade to at least get them up to 14. <laughs> Easy. We'll play a song after this okay. that um, it, it started. And, and I mean, full disclosure, they're clients of mine. I, I, I mix their music, but you know, a lot of times I don't, I don't listen to a lot of the stuff I work on this particular band. However, I mean, I still, I, I love genuinely love mm -hmm. the songs it's and I have, and it says something if, uh, if I can mix a song and not get sick of it and still genuinely love it. So I would like to play since I I'm your official guest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a song called Wander by All This For Nothing. Um, oh, yeah, it's it's uh, a beautiful song. Um, yeah. Everybody listening, go follow them, go listen to them, and please listen to this song. It is a criminally underrated band.
to know, listeners, that when Scott is at home here in Quebec, um, he's working a lot of, on music. So I have scoops and I can hear bands like in advance <laughs> all day. <laughs> I love that. You can hear very, very peculiar, very specific parts of bands yeah. all day sometimes. <laughs> So yeah, I have a uh, when uh, when I moved in when I moved up to Quebec, I uh, I uh, turned um, for the listeners. I turned uh, Emily's uh, extra bedroom into um, our recording studio and broadcast studio yeah. now, um, and uh, it's yeah. So she's she'll get to hear me working uh, mixing whatever band I'm working on mm-hmm. on repeat all day. Yeah, and some of them are great. Yeah, including uh, all this for nothing. So good. Yeah, I have so some, good. Uh, some questions from the listeners. Oh? Does he have a good relationship with Metallica? Um, you'd have to ask Metallica, but... Oh my God, she loves you. I tend to think I have a good relationship with my cat. She gets up with me every morning. <laughs> At like 5.30, 6 a.m. And we go out and she watches the news while I give her a little treat. And uh, then she sits on my lap while uh, I uh, Mm -hmm. play a video game for 30 minutes or just, you know, watch YouTube or podcast while I'm waking up with a coffee. I I think she loves me. I'm still sleeping during this time. Yeah. But yeah, I think we have a good relationship. I love that cat. Yeah, she loves you. I can't tell. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I she, think so. She adopted you. <laughs> um, oh, and someone, Jess, she wants to know what ah, Jess. What would be Hi, Jess. your choice for future guests? Because I, I told you mine, but you didn't answer the question. I, I didn't ask you the same question. Who would I like to hear as a guest? Oh, wow. Um, interesting. Wow, that's a good question, actually. Right? Um. I mean, I, I, I could say, I think a lot of people might expect me to say some kind of producer, but to be 100% honest, I've seen so many interviews with just about every producer you, that yeah, I'm not you... sure I would learn anything new. <laughs> so, uh, man. You're going to cut the silence, huh? When you edit your... I, Maybe, maybe, yeah, because this is this is definitely a time where this is a silence, uh, a silence cut for sure. Because this is hard. This is really hard for me. I um, know. You know, I would like. All right, this might sound um, kind of weird. There's a the band Red City Radio. Oh yeah, it's out so of good. Um, out of Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, are they out of Denver, Wyoming? Maybe that area. I think they put out one of my favorite EPs. Uh, one of our favorite EPs ever. Um, and, and, uh, it's the, uh, tiger something, tiger, uh, something EP paper tigers EP. I would love to have an interview with whichever one of the guys of the band wrote most of that music. Oh yeah. Cause I think that is one of the most brilliant rock and roll EPs on the planet. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So that would be mine for this year. We should talk with them. Okay. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Definitely. Sky Tigers, not Paper Tigers. Sky Tigers. That's it. Sky Tigers. Yeah. (laughs) Sky Tigers. That's right. It's Sky Tigers. Um, Yeah. Red City Radio, Sky Tigers. Anyone listening, if you haven't heard that, listen to it immediately after this. It's the the EP is fucking unbelievable. It's so good. I bought the vinyl recently. Made me happy. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, you know, I know I'm happy because that if you didn't, I was gonna, and I'm happy you did because now I don't have to. So <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah. so I have I have two questions about your favorite bands. So what's your favorite punk rock band and non-punk rock bands? Okay, punk rock band. Um, if I had to like, when somebody asks what my, my favorite punk rock band is, the answer that first appears in my head is not always the answer I say. Oh, the answer I'll say is whatever band I'm listening to currently. Oh, yeah, it always changes. Me too. My top it five changes a lot. Changes except for like But, no use for a name and William Scream. But the three, the other three, I always change. Yeah, it changes constantly. But if I had to. There's a there's one there's a reason that there's a bad religion poster yeah. in the studio and there's not another one. Um bad religion is I got a, my first bad religion tape, uh cassette tape mm -hmm. I got when I was in third grade. Wow. And yeah. my my best friend um uh Ted Whalen, his older brother had um had uh, recorded Uh, had taken a, a tape and recorded this tape um, and it was the album Suffer. Oh. And so I, I heard the album Suffer when I was roughly 10 or 11 years old and it blew my mind. There was nothing on the radio that sounded like this. Mm -hmm. And there was like the lyrics like, do what you want, do all you can, break all the fucking rules, you know, that dad, like as an 11 year old, I was like, what is this? You know, this is crazy. Um, and then if I remember correctly, I think my parents took that cassette away because it had all the curse words in it. And I just had my buddy make me another one. <laughs> and I think they took that away. No. And then I just, I think I kept having a maid and like after the second one, they were just like, all right, we're not going to fight this. He, where he gets music. Like we're going to let him have that. Tim so and Linda, <laughs> I think that's how it went. That's how my brain remembers it. It might not be like that, but that's it. how my brain remembers it. Yeah, because they 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 didn't they really didn't like that at first. Sure. Um, yeah. And uh, as far as non-punk band, um, I, I it'd be several. Um, John Mayer Trio is yeah, um, probably one of my all-time favorites. Um, I really like Coheed and Cambria. Mm -hmm. um, Beefy. Uh, Yeah, Biffy Clyro for sure. Made me um, discover to, them. It's so good. Ah. Yeah, Biffy Clyro is um, is uh, just one of the most dynamic rock bands, hard oh, rock good. bands, rock bands. Um, yeah, and then I like a lot of classic stuff too. Um, hmm. I like the Beatles. I listen hmm. to the Beatles a lot. Stuff like that. You know, nothing. I, I love Michael Jackson. Like you love pop um, music I, a lot. I love pop music. I, I love pop music. Michael Jackson was uh, the first CD I bought. Um, was the Michael Jackson history CD? Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. I've always I've always loved pop music um, as much as punk rock. Like almost always. Bubblegum pop, not as much. But I mean, I can still sing all the words to Toxic. Mm. So oh yeah. Call me. I mean, Britney Spears is brilliant in that. So oh, call awesome. me crazy, but Favorite it's a great song. song. It's so, such a good song. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, why do you hate milk bags so much? I don't. Yes, you do. You hate. No, you don't hate it. You just don't understand. No. No, it's no, just it's different. I don't hate milk bags at all. It's fine now because you're used to make fun of that. 
I never used to make fun of it. Yes, I think, you did. I think there's, I wasn't making fun of milk bags. I was making content <laughs> out of milk bags. Okay. I think that's, I think that's cause most of my fault, fo- my social media followers at the time weren't Canadian. Mm. Most of them probably aren't Canadian now. And I found the milk bag thing to be just great. <laughs> uh, I don't know if, cycle back on my timeline like four years if anyone <laughs> wants to see my on Facebook if you want to see my milk bag Person stories Person who wrote that is a Quebecois It's GP yeah, that, that, I think the Quebecois were like what is this douchebag's <laughs> obsession with our bagged milk like what is going on <laughs> but they don't understand that we don't have it Yeah no I know it can be weird We have cartons Ryan We have, we have cartons Yeah I know we have both so You do you. <laughs> okay. Ryan wants to know, do you ever find yourself speaking in a French accent? Well, Ryan, uh, you got to know French before you can really speak with a French <laughs> accent. But that being said, yeah, I speak. I make fun of I, I, I speak in the Quebecois accent all the time. Yeah, that's that's very funny because when I started to to teach you some words and you you were practicing like verre d'eau <laughs> which yeah. means glass of water un verre d'eau and you started you started to say it with my own accent my own Quebecois accent which is very very yeah. different of French it's it's uh so and I can I do I was laughing and I was like oh fuck yeah that's right we talk like we talk like that here <laughs> verre d'eau so for lit So for listeners, I'm, I'm, I'm decent with, uh, accents and, uh, voices and yes. stuff like that. Yes. And, um, so, so when I love, when someone tells me how to say something in another language, I'll, I'll try to copy it verbatim. Yeah, good. And, and that usually means I'm copying their accent too. So, uh, I, what, the, what, what was, what is interesting is, um, I can listen to maybe someone speak two sentences and tell you whether or not they're from Quebec or they're from France. That's good. It's so easy to tell the difference, yeah. like yeah. because of the accent. So easy. It's night and day. You um, don't speak English the same way either. Not even close. Yeah. Uh, and so it's it's really like, so there's, you know, there's, if I'm just joking around um, at home, like it's, you know, I'll go ahead and throw some Quebec accent on there, you know. Yeah. We have a very special slang. I love it. Fucking on. <laughs> Fucking Ontario drivers. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's a TikTok. That's it. Video that we yeah, have. exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. But that that's my Quebec impression of someone speaking English. Mm-hmm. Ontario drivers. Say Verdo. <laughs> say it. Verdo. Wait, say what? Verdo. Verdo. <laughs> yeah. Our accent yeah. is brutal sometimes. It's brutal. But uh, yeah, if anyone out there speaks another language and I'm in their country, just hit me up and I'll probably say whatever it is you want me to say. Yeah. Oh, so um, it's great. I can't believe we did this like 100 episodes. I know 100 episodes is really fun. It's been a really cool project. Um, uh, I've been uh, one of the big things that I think was really cool was um, the sponsors we've had in the 100 episodes. Uh, Epic merch store from the very beginning is, um, phenomenal. Like it's really hard to, uh, so, to, um, 
like it's hard to impress upon people how much time it takes to do these um overall over the course of like so over the course of 100 episodes there are hundreds of hours of of work on it like oh, yeah and um it's crazy yeah yeah it's wild right and uh so it's just it's kind of fun to look at like you know almost two years now i think about two, two years, years i think with breaks more, and stuff because i took breaks yeah yeah um, holiday breaks and stuff like that holiday, but summer mental health <laughs> yeah but by and large um you know 100 episode in slightly over two years that's pretty good for not being professional podcasters yeah it's a fun project yeah so if everyone listening would go tell 1700 of their friends and then if those 1700 of their friends tell 1700 of their friends you'll be able to quit your job and do you want us to like, be a mlm or in a week yeah <laughs> i want us to be a podcasting mlm <laughs> love mlms Yes, and also uh, Iodine Recordings are great sponsors. We had Double Helix, and we Double have... Helix was a sponsor for a minute. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, very they, lovely for back. that. Iodine Records, thank you so much. And I pre uh, we really do appreciate it. Because um, when it's a small time, yeah, when it's a small time operation like this, um, those those sponsorships really go a long way. Um, so if you guys uh, want to help out the show, um, but you already listen and, um, yeah. you know, stuff like that, a really great way is to just go um, get your merch from some of our sponsors. Go check out Iodine Records catalog. Um, I mean, we don't choose sponsors that we wouldn't patron ourselves. Exactly. Oh. So it's like um, and, and we've had offers, too. I know we've had offers from places where it's like, do we want to do this? It's like yeah. it doesn't really make sense for no, the show. No, 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 no. And even though it's like it's real money, but it doesn't make sense for the show. So. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, if we have a sponsor, we're like, uh, yeah, it really it's good. It's good. It's good to go check them out because no joke, like. Great businesses, great people who run them. As well as the the artists we promote, the repunkmentation, it's so important. And I, I it might sound a little cliche, but um, I'm very active on Instagram, and what makes me the the happier, happiest is when someone tagged me in their story saying that, "Hey, I discovered this band because of you. Thank you." And I'm like, "Oh." No, it's the best though. That's what you're here. That's, that's what mission. like this is about, right? That's yeah. my mission on her. Or like, oh, I discovered this artist on the podcast. Oh, makes me so happy. If for real, here's a here's an assignment for anyone listening. If you found an artist through this podcast that you wouldn't have found, go like share it on your Instagram today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tag Emily because it'll make us feel really good about ourselves. <laughs> True. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Don't even think about it. Just do it. You'll be supporting your friends' bands or bands you love. You'll be supporting a podcast you love, and uh, you'll feel good about it. Exactly. So shut up. Go do it right now. Exactly. Thanks for being my guest. It's fun. Thanks for being my interviewer. Thanks for being my partner in this crazy project <laughs> that is the Punk Rocket Show. Thanks for putting up with me losing patience from time to time when I when I've taught you how to do technical stuff. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. You do that sometimes. <laughs> Not often. I'm good now. Yeah, 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 definitely. No, it's good. We're a good team for real. We're a great team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> you no, know who else I want I want to play on the on the episode? 
Karina. Oh yeah. Karina. Oh, I would love to play Karina too. Yeah. Um, check out Karina. We'll play Karina Torres too. Um, she's so good. Unbelievably talented songwriter. Oh my um, God. She's incredible. Uh, oh yeah. Just so she's amazing. It's not a punk band, but it's acoustic, but she's a punk rocker. So it's definitely, it's a, it's a solo acoustic record that, um, I was, I was uh, fortunate enough to, um, get, get to work on. And, um, she is, it's a, it's a singer songwriter with punk rock roots and the songwriting is, is just beautiful. Um, performances and songwriting are just gorgeous. Um,
And then I'm going to punish you with a song from my old band, DC Fallout. Yeah, it reminds um, me of Propagandi. So if you love Propagandi, you're going to love DC Fallout for sure. Yeah, that's, and then, uh, that's it. And then uh, we'll let you go on your way. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Aw, je t'aime tellement, my uh, hostess. Oh, we're that couple now, spreading love to each other on the podcast. I guess I could say fuck off, have a good night. Like, <laughs> hey, that's so, better. <laughs> someone, Pascal, asked you, yeah, I forgot. Uh, do you think it's hard to be apart very often? Oh, we, when I have to travel? I don't think we still have a distance relationship, but your work may, and immigration <laughs> makes it that sometimes we have to be apart for a few weeks. Yeah, th exactly. Uh, there's, uh, I'm not, uh, I haven't finished uh, the, well, the, the application is still, we're, wait, we're waiting for permanent residency for me to get into Canada. Um, am I there most of the time? Yeah. Uh, but I'll travel a lot for corporate work in the US and all my clients are there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, this trip I'm on now is a longer one. It's like month long, maybe a couple days over. Anything a month and under, we do pretty good. When it mm -hmm. gets to be a month or over, it gets a little obnoxious. Yeah, it's but, hard. Sometimes I think it's harder for me, like the day before you leave and the same day, and then I'm okay. I'm like, okay, I'm with my cat, and like, sure. It's always hard when it gets to be uh, that long. Uh, harder for you too, because I have at least scenery that's changing every yeah, day. Yeah, you stimuli. are busy. Yeah, and I'm alone. Yeah, you just have your routine without you know half of it. So yeah. it. Yeah, I, Pat's big ups to everyone, to all the significant others out there for musicians who travel and uh, musicians who uh, tour and and people who have traveling jobs because it requires a certain level of patience. And uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, but like nothing compared to pandemic when you remember we were over out of five months, we saw each, <laughs> each other one week. It was yeah. crazy. As a new couple too, so that was that was uh, that was very hard. One week, <laughs> we were very strong. <laughs> that was uh, we were very strong, and I was very drunk for the first half of uh, that. <laughs> so that helped, but but I uh, kicked that habit. Um, and uh, and I mean, uh, we're trying great. to cope as much as we can. <laughs> the best, yeah. the best we can. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Good. So, what are you gonna do after this? You're in the I'm gonna hotel. literally gonna go uh, grab a little bite to eat real quick. I'm gonna uh, finish this uh, Avery IPA. Mm. It's a Colorado company. Oh, oh, partake. It's our favorite. Yeah. Um, and um, and then I'm gonna play with my Dungeons and Dragons group. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. We're yeah. Thursday. I'm play gonna that out of this hotel. So. <laughs> I'm going to watch my daily Quebec shows. Stat and indefensible. Indefendable, yeah. Indefendable. And I might do a baby workout. There you go. Go kill it. Go listen to, uh, go put on the new Dial Drive record. That's another oh, uh, band that's I'd like to interview. Uh, yeah, they're from Florida, right? They're from Florida. And I'm telling you, that's, that's the best interview you haven't done yet. <laughs> okay, I put it on my I'm, list. I'm telling you. Good. All right. Have a great night, my chum. Thank you. Yeah, I suppose we'll text each other later on. It wasn't too. Uh, it wasn't too cheesy, right? No, I don't think so. Unless you're leaving this part in. 
Oh, yeah. Sure. We'll leave it there. Yeah, it doubles the cheese, but it's good cheese. Mm, I love cheese. I'm a it's a nice, it's, it's a nice aged Gouda. <laughs> yeah. And thanks to the listeners. We love you so much. You're so important. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for yep. being there for 100 episodes. We literally see each and every one, each and every listener gets gets counted on that list. So it's it's uh, gets counted on the episode list. So we can see every single one who uh, listens and it means a lot. Cheers to yeah. guys. Yeah. So thank you so much. Have a beautiful night. Merci. Hostess with the most. Bye-bye. Au revoir.
perfect, amazing, inspiring conversation. I hope you're going to be there. If you like this episode or any other one, you can review on Apple Podcast and also on Spotify. You can share the episodes in your social medias and tag me, Punk Rocket. This is super helpful, super supportive. I can't wait to be back next week. But until then, punk your life.